Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Okay, easy on the beats, yeah. Easy on the beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome. Welcome back. The Negroes are in the building. Season two, episode one. What's happening, sugar? Chilling. We made it. We made it to a second season. Second one. Hope y'all motherfuckers is ready. I hope so. (laughs) It's gonna be a good fucking time. That's right. Um give us a rundown of what we got going on today. Well, this episode, we're always going to cover the golf news of the week as we do, bringing it to you from our perspective. We're going to talk about the last year's. So this is kind of kind of different for us, but then we looking back to the 2020-21 Tour Championship and give you all some thoughts there. Uh, we're going to get into the Ryder Cup, all things Ryder Cup. Um, uh, there's a lot of coverage out there, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hype. This thing is is getting big, man. So I hope you guys are ready for that this weekend. Yep. Uh, the ladies are out there. The LPGA Walmart. Uh, I think it's Northwest Arkansas event or whatever that is. Um, <laughs> it's somewhere out there in the sticks. The ladies are out there playing for the for the Walmart Classic. Um, one thing that's interesting about the Ryder Cup is, uh, you know, the pairings could be based on on how or what golf balls these guys play. Uh, we're going to give you some expert. We're going to give you the rundown on the expert picks versus our own picks. What do we think is going to happen? Uh, diversity topic. We're going to ask our listeners to give us some ideas around the diversity topics. What do you guys want to hear? Do you ha- do you guys have some stories out there that you want to share with us? What are you? What are what's on your mind? And that's what we're going to ask you for uh, when we get to that segment. We're going to get into the front nine. Top nine sports movies, the back nine, how to prepare for the end of the season. What are you doing uh, to wind down uh, the weekly segment? What are we hating on the gigging golf song of the week just for you by AZ? Yeah, man. AZ made a comeback. Yes, he Been did. But, um, you know, that's that's the that's going to be the show. Then we'll get into the final shout outs and uh, close things out. Well, awesome. Well, before we get to the golf news of the week, we got two guests that help pave the way for all guests on the show. OGs. OGs to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes. First, we got the great MJ, Mikey, joining us. Even though he's a Cowboys fan, they're doing well, but he's back on the show. What's happening, Mikey? Gentlemen, thanks for having me back. Uh, I feel bad for the listeners, but I appreciate you guys making the time or making a slot for me again. All right. No doubt. And on the other mic, 
America's favorite cousin, Mr. Sugar Nips himself, Booger, the Jets fan, has joined us this show. What's happening, so, Cuzzo? During the season, Tatum Green. Oh, here we go. But I just want to—I appreciate y'all for letting my sexy shine. <laughs> you know, it's—it's. It's, I'm like Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory. Just spread the candy, spread the candy. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh boy. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Wait. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, um, let's go ahead and get to the ladies. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. So even though Tiger Woods will not be at the Whistling Straits to limp around and give his advice, he's going to stay at home and try to get healthy for next season. Um but he's going to be a part and give some feedback and 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 give some some advice um, to the team. What do you guys feel about that? It's going to be interesting because I think not only is he going to be giving advice, but I think he's going to be taking notes, extensive notes on all these different players. Mm. He's going to get to see all the coverage, the way they're swinging, the way they're playing. I think this is totally – you ask me, uh, I'm, I'm licking my chops if I'm Tiger Woods this weekend. I think it's, I'm with you. I think it's an okie doke. He, he's he's setting everybody up to fail. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna give his notes, but I think he's just looking at everybody to see, okay, where your game at for when I come back. Mm-hmm. Especially when you talk about people who talk about I'm gonna have as many majors as me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, so true. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. That's how you're talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that uh, it's a changing of the guard because I think this is it's been a long time since you haven't had Tiger or Phil out there um, physically participating in anything. So um seems like the things are changing. The golf world is changing a little bit. Um, and there's a bunch of rooks on this team too, first-time Ryder Cup players. So I think that's going to play a major factor, which we'll we'll discuss later on in our Ryder Cup talk. So, but it's good to see the big cat trying to be involved still, even though he's on the sideline. Oh, there's definitely going to be a bat line straight to his house. I guarantee it. And he'll be <laughs> texting, calling. You know, it's Commissioner Gordon's going to be calling him and say, "Hey, what's going on? What do you, what should I do?" I can guarantee it. Right. It's like it'd be like the like the Godfather. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, how many people are really going to talk to him besides Justin Thomas? I, I don't, I don't see like Brooks Kepka or DeChambeau calling Tiger. Well, El Capitan and him are tight, so him yeah, and Stricker are really, I've really tight. Yeah. yeah, and who to pair up with and things like that, but. Hey, I, who do you think Patrick Reed gonna be calling this weekend? Oh, ain't that some the shit? <laughs> ain't that the some bottle. shit? Hey, man, you gotta leave Captain America alone, man. Oh, I see. He, captain, he gonna be Captain. Crush. Hey, he was the only one that had any fire to him when he was playing last time. Just remember that when you see the highlights, he was the only one talking shit to the European crowd and actually backing it up. The rest of them captain simps Crunch. on that team wasn't doing shit. Just remember yeah, I that. Would. His I would rather nickname. have 12. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm just saying his new nickname for me is Captain Crunch, dude. I'd rather have 12 Patrick Reeds and one Brooks, Brooks Kepka. I'll tell you right now. Yep. I'm with you on that one. There we go. See? All right. 
I want guys that want to be there, not guys that think they have to be there. Yeah, agreed. You know, it's a, it's an exhibition for the sport. That's what this was designed to be way back in the day when it started. It yeah. was there to promote the game and promote both tours. And if you have an issue with that and you can't do your own thing, don't go. It's pretty simple. Yeah, don't go. I think the Europeans they have a they have a knack in a way for kind of making the best of the situation. You know what I mean? Like, so they don't like. If it, to me, when I look out, when I when the outside looking in, I feel like the U.S. players a lot. There's a lot of pressure that gets all. They just get auto. It's automatically put there, right? I feel like the European guys. There's a little bit more laid back. They have fun with the shit. They kind of have more of a, a different kind of an approach to it. They have they there. There's levity. They try to be a little funny around things. Whereas I think U.S. man is too. It's, we take this shit too serious. Well, you also I also think the European teams come or they're more of a team just because of the tour that they play. Yeah, I mean, those guys travel all over Europe, Asia. I mean, they're they're always together. They're always traveling together. They're always hanging out together. Where you get the guys in the states and everybody's got their own net jet and their own private jet, and they you know they're on their own schedule. So then you try to throw them in as a team, and it's it's hard. But you put guys that grew up together traveling and doing the hard travel in Europe and Asia and wherever they all played. I mean, it's just, it's easier for them to come together and pull, pull together as a team. Yeah. It's, it's like anything else. I mean, one, it's America. So we have to be the best at everything, but it's like being in high school. We have these small pocket of friends who are together, like certain people hang out with certain people. Europe, European teams they are like, we have to grind because we're not the same as America and, all the big bucks and cocky and all that. We just love the game of golf and want to have fun. Fuck it. If we oh, win, man. we win. If we lose, we lose. But they keep winning for some odd reason. How right. many high school? How, how many? How many homies from high school do you hang out with right now? All my family, all my friends in in high school were my cousins. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But it's like you know what I mean. Like you grow, you kind of it's it's different. Like to me, the it just it just feels different. No, I'm with you. But I mean, if you. It, I mean, if you go to college with people, and you especially golf, and it, football works. Mm-hmm. If you go to the pros from college, and your boy goes to the pros from college, y'all are still friends, right? Yeah, pros right. they're not like that. Mm-mm. They're not like golf. That. It's different for golf. Right? Like, okay, we, I, he was a rival, went to a different school. We played against each other. It is what it is, but we don't hang out like that. You were you were young together. Why not? Well, why, 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 you, why not be cool now? Why do you think that is though? Like in arrogance, yeah, arrogance, and I mean, you see it. Tiger was the same way. He didn't talk to nobody when he first came out. I can attest to that. I, I, the tiger, it is what it is. But now he's like, no, that's kind of wrong to do. He's more lively, more lively, more friendly, and it's just people. And they saw how Tiger was in focus. We have to be the same way. But golf is a one man sport, so you kind of have to be that way. Like you, you playing for yourself, really, right? Like you have this team event, but you playing for yourself. Like Jordan, uh, on the Bulls was super focused, and he was an asshole, but he had to be somewhat of a teammate and knew how to push him. Whereas Tiger, all he had to do is push himself. You know, Brooks, all he has to do is push himself. Bryson himself, and and these guys are not like. They don't seem like they have a lot of genuine friends anyway. Um, 
just because of of who they are and what what they're trying to do. Like they're they're built a different way, and it happens that funny. way. It's funny because they live next door to each other. They, well, they really don't like, live. They don't really live next door to each other. Well, I mean, it's acres next to each other. <laughs> not like us. But the worst part is, golf is an individual sport. But you're playing against the course, not a person, unless it's match play. True. So why would you not be cool with somebody? Because you're not out there to beat them. You're beating yourself in the course at the lowest score. So if we cool, we cool. We push each other. <laughs> but the they don't do it. Like, nah. The sport that allows you to be the biggest dick. Yes. I, I, me and Mikey was just talking the other day. I'm like, when I first met Mikey at Lampkin, I was like, I thought you'd be more of an asshole. <laughs> You're just oh, somewhat wow. of an asshole. <laughs> yes, he was on tour, and I think golfers are assholes on tour. Y'all are the most arrogant, non-athletic people in the world who think you're the world. And he was total opposite. Well, not total opposite. <laughs> I don't want to get that much. <laughs> He's still a dick. <laughs> just a funny dick. Love you, too. <laughs> mean it. <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Bryson? So he's he's here, and he's competing in the Ryder Cup, but he was also training for the long drive contest, too, right? So he's kind of doing both things and preparing, and, and his hands were all messed up and doing things. So that's the first question. What do, what do you think about Bryson jumping in the long drive contest? I'm curious. For one, he has no chance. Absolutely no chance at all. That's just a waste of time for him. Uh, <laughs> two, I'm curious to see what he does just because, I mean, the, the best way to equate it is the home run derby in baseball. I mean, you get guys that get in the home run derby that are just swinging out of their shoes, swinging for the fences. Sure. And nine times out of 10, the next week and a half, two weeks, when they get back into playing regular ball, I mean, they're screwed. I mean, they, can, they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn if they had to. So I, I'm curious to see what he does, but. Uh, fucking focus, Bryson. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, if you're if if you're serious about the Ryder Cup, then be serious about the Ryder Cup, man. Don't go out here and do all this other dumb shit for publicity or just because you want to do it. If you want to go be the long drive champion, then don't be in the Ryder Cup. Like, I feel like I feel like this is kind of like <sighs> I'm gonna say this, man. And some people are gonna get some. We're gonna get some hate on this shit, and I don't really care. But it kind of reminds me of like Team USA basketball. All right. Look, <clears throat> if we're going to put the best players out there, let's put the best players out there, period. I'm sick and tired of seeing all these little rinky dink pairings and trying to, oh, we'll let this guy in just because of this or just because of that. Or you, you should be able to earn your spot there and represent the country the right way. And that's why like it drives me nuts sometimes when I see us fuck around and do, you know, put some sorry ass USA basketball team out there. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the same thing when I see golf. Like I want to see the best USA players out there possible. Period. I, I, I'm with you, but I have to kind of disagree. I mean, it's his life. I don't give a fuck what you do, but it was okay for, for Dion to play two sports. Church. It's okay. Bo Jackson to play two sports. Church. Why can't he? True. What's the difference? Because can he back it up? We'll see. Or we don't know yet. Figure out. We don't is know. It, are we, is he too worried? Michael Jordan him? tried and he sucked at baseball. <laughs> yeah. So why? But we allowed him to try. Yeah. But did Bryson win the? Did he win the shit? No, but no. He, he hasn't gone yet. He, he's yeah. training for it. 
So no, I thought, I thought they had the long drive championship. No, it's I think it's next week or the following yeah. week. Actually. Okay, it's, yep. it's, it's after Ryder. Yeah, yeah, it's after. Yeah, so why not let him try? It's his life, his money. Who cares? And Ryder Cup is Ryder Cup. You pick your team. He could always decline. He could say, "No, I don't want to be on the team." But then sure. we'd call him an asshole too for that. Yes, indeed. If we say, if he said, "No, I'm not going to do the Ryder Cup because I want to change for long," the Back long it ball, up, bro. Then say, then say that. We'll like, see. I know what I'm saying like. To me, I feel like I just feel like this dude is always having to to be in some kind of spotlight. Either it's talking about something about just I, I don't know, man. The dude drives me nuts. That's one guy. I don't like. I don't like Bryce, and I'm not. I a, can't. Mike can tell you, I cannot stand DeChambeau. But mm-hmm. in the same token, I'll allow a man to be a man and do what the fuck he wants to. But we're still mm-hmm. talking about his ass right now because it was on our notes. <laughs> 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 Still a story, like that's the thing. Like it's it's always a fucking story. Yes. Well, you need it because if not, the game of golf is dry, especially (laughs) now. Like if you look at it, Ryder Cup after the Ryder Cup, it's going to be a little tough until we start getting to some bigger tournaments or or even get close to the Masters. Right? Like is it's long fucking time. It It is till San Diego, basically. Yeah. But this is all Tiger's fault. True. Every, every week, somebody talked about who's going to be Tiger. We don't have that dominant player in golf anymore. So it flip flops every fucking week. Who's going to win? We do. We and if it. you think about when Tiger was playing, you think like, okay, who's going to be in second? <laughs> or can somebody beat Tiger? So that was our talk. Now it's like, okay, DeChambeau and Brooks Kepper arguing on Instagram. That's our highlights. Yeah. The way last year ended, man, he might be saying the same thing about Cantlay. Mm. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> well, that wraps up our uh... welcome to the Negro Golf News. Let's get into our 2020-2021 Tour Championship Review. So give us that rundown, Shook. Well, you know, as we just just mentioned, man, Patrick Cantlay just Patty Ice, man, just took over the last, you know, couple weekends of golf. Um, Mm. There were some great weekends of golf, great competition. Um, Guys, you know, putting it all out there on the line. But when it came down to it, uh, Cantlay was really the one that, that just went above and beyond. He said, I'm going to go out here and take this. Um, winning two straight FedEx Cup events, that's got to be hard to do. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't deny anything or take it away, especially that $15 million. It's true, <laughs> man. You know, I can relate to him, you know, because... Oh my! And it's a whole brand new year, man. You know that it is, but I'm still the champ, so I can relate, you know, to what he was going through. You know, you know, just playing and grinding through <laughs> through tournaments and uh, just figuring it out. Um, but I, uh, it's it's very nice to see that it wasn't like a real splashy name. Like you know, he just was consistent, right? It wasn't like the DJs or the Rory's out here. That everyone was following, you know, it, it, it was 
Patty Ice out here, and he and he got it done. So it's kind of cool to see him 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 get that. So I have a question. Yes. Okay, where did you get the name Patty Ice from? If he's a no name, we just name named him. They, no, he that's that that's actually what they were calling him on the tour, Patty Ice. Yeah. But he wasn't he wasn't like a dominant player. He wouldn't ever uh, sporadic. He won. He won early in the season, though. You said early. Yeah. And then he I fell mean, off a little bit. I'm not saying that we picked him. I'm not saying that we. No, no. I'm, I'm asking. They, they, his name was Patty Ice, but that, <laughs> if you ice, that means you you smooth. Your shit is well, butter. Just hey, a little, pretty little on, on all them putts. On the him game. though, B, <laughs> B. He he came up through junior golf and college golf and was an absolute stud. Mm. And when he when he turned pro, he had for one, I think he saw his best friend get killed in a car accident crossing oh, the street, got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Well, he got uh, injured he had, too. He had, yeah. He back surgery. I mean, he was, he was on the shelf for a good two or three years and, you know, just takes a little, little while to get back. I mean, the, the kid had all the credentials coming in. So just took yeah. a little, a lot life took a, took a beating with life and now he's back at it. So mm-hmm. he said he, this was like the, I watched an interview with him and this was, after I believe it was right before the right before both he won both the events and he was kind of saying like he felt like he was in a good place in terms of his life he had kind of come full circle with a lot of things and had closure Mm -hmm. and I kind of feel like when you hear someone kind of talk about stuff like that it's uh they've been on some kind of a journey yeah you know what I mean either whether it be mental physical or whatever and you can kind of see it like he was talking about how things look clear. And that's crazy because that those last two events, he. When the pressure was on, he was like, fuck it, I'm 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 in his own. Oh, I'm not mad at him. He put in work. And he did, man. He put in work. And I'm glad it wasn't. People, it wasn't somebody who they who expected in their own mind they should win. <laughs> and he came out and he put on the show and it was good. I, I like watching it. But did he really win that last event? <laughs> he did he not shoot it. the low. He did not shoot the lowest uh, four round total. He, he did technically it. because he started with the lead. So man, that's right. a whole another conversation for a whole. Yeah, day. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of the, that. The yeah. staggered start bullshit. And I think the FedEx Cup be like should be like college basketball, March Madness. Your rankings tell you where you at, and you mm-hmm. battle out with those people. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be dope. I like that. It should be like Matchway. I mean, you battle. If I'm number one, I'm paying numbers. I'm playing number sixteen. We go at it. You got your Cinderellas, and you know Vegas would like that. Yeah, <laughs> for I, sure. The, old, the Dusties ain't gonna allow that. But no. I'm just, hey. Well, like Patrick said, he's like, I don't like the way the format is for mm-hmm. the FedEx Cup, but it is what it is. So I'm gonna play it and play it. Yeah, you only play the tournament you're in. So yeah. You can only win that fifteen million if that's what mm-hmm. they're gonna give you. <laughs> <laughs> I but John Rom did get robbed. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, he. You know what? Uh, yeah, that whole thing went. Yeah, and you got to throw. I mean, he was winning that tournament by six. Mm-hmm. Cantley comes and he Cantley end up actually wins that tournament. So. He did. He yeah. sure did. Yeah, that's. But you know what though? I'm not mad at John Rom because. Oh no! Still, I mean, he still won five million. Yeah. You know, uh, okay. Kevin Na, Kevin Na won four, and then Justin Thomas uh, still won four. So there's still big money out there. So I mean, did I, you see Justin like, Thomas's kicks for this week? Yeah, those uh, are crazy. 
Oh, <laughs> those custom. are custom. Yeah. So I got a question, Mikey. Mm-hmm. You, John Rom. You know, you FedEx about to start. Do you stay your ass in the house by yourself, or you go out and do shit and catch COVID? Ooh, good point. Fifteen million dollars. Hey, yeah, but was was he out doing shit? You don't know what he was doing. Yeah, we don't know. You he know, had to be out somewhere to catch it. You well, get hit, you can hit, get hit by a car walking your doggy. I mean, it's not. It's it might have. It might have. I came walk my dog him. around my complex, so I can The car coming this way. I'm suing for life. See, it is your dog. <laughs> You're you just no, it. <laughs> That's my daughter's rat. Yep. <laughs> I, I yeah, dude. I you can't hold any i mean the guy's just living his life man it's... Yeah, I'm not, no i'm not mad at him but i know if if it's the biggest paycheck you're about to get you take extra precautions uh if you're john rom he's already probably got 50 60 80 million in the bank true, true. Live, live your life man it's just, sure why, why is every why are you gonna be so scared of something you can't see well i'm with you i play with you every weekend so see exactly <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so, congrats to Patrick Cantelay. Yeah, man. Uh, give us a rundown of the ladies. Hey, just uh, Patrick, if you want to go ahead and cut us some of that, that 15M, just let us know. Uh, don't, be, don't be alarmed. We're Negroes. Um, <laughs> you can find us on all social channels. Yes. We are a 501c4. Yes, we, right. are. <laughs> we are. And you can see that in the pocket. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the ladies this weekend, man, they are playing in Arkansas. So this should be an interesting tournament, probably humid as shit. Um, you know, as you kind of get into these last couple months down there, uh, just came from the South. It's, uh, you know, sometimes things got to go faster down there in the South. They're a little bit slow. (laughs) So I just got to say, you know, sometimes you just got to speed things up a little bit. Uh, but not that, not the swing, ladies. Hopefully, y'all are out there just getting your normal swings in. Um, but it will be this weekend, two point three m's for that one. Some decent cheese, but still not enough. Uh, Five hundred CME globe points. So they're they're coming down to the last couple of tournaments for the on the ladies side, uh, and this will be at the Pinnacle Country Club in Rogers, Arkansas. Mm, very nice. Should be a good tournament. Um, they're wrapping up. Um, there are a few ladies in the top 50 competing in this. Um, let's see who, who was in here. So you got Jin Young Ko, Si Young Kim, Lydia Ko, Danielle Kang, Brooke Henderson, Patty Tavatonikit, Lexi mm-hmm. Thomas, um, that, and a few more out there. So should be good. I, I'm banking on Danielle Kang to, Kind of show up and look for Lydia Co to make some noise too, and maybe even Patty Tavatonikit because she's uh, been consistent and her name has always been out there. So they're trying to they're trying to get the, those final couple spots, man, for their for their side of the the CME globe. So you know, um, it's going to be some of them ladies out there not playing around either. So I could see Lydia Co doing pretty well this weekend. Um, I don't think the quarters are playing this weekend. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yep. Good luck to the ladies. Good luck to the and ladies. Make sure, make sure y'all get plenty of water out there in that humidity. Yeah. And speaking of the humidity, even though it's, it's the moisture that is making you hot, that sun can really hit you and you need sunscreen. So protect yourself. 
with sunscreen. And who does it better? For your eyes only aesthetics. Let's hear from them. Hey, golfer, gals, and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skin Care, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Thank you, Ashley, the Black Barbs, for that plug. We appreciate you keeping our skin protected and moist. All right, let's get into the Ryder Cup. It's Ryder Cup week. The coverage has been everywhere. Um, U.S. versus Europe um, should be a good rundown. So, uh, should give us the full details of the Ryder Cup, the ambitions of a rider. Well, you know, this is, you know, the U.S. versus Europe. So this is kind of like, you know, big time in terms of the hype and everything that's going on. So there's going to there's a lot of personalities out there this weekend. And it's interesting to kind of see how the pairings and who gets matched up with who and kind of who they're going to be up against. Um, So I think there's like you're going to see a lot of that come out in the play as well. Uh, so this is at the this is uh, the Whistling Straits Golf Course, which is in Sheboygan County, Wisconsin, uh, which is just off of Lake Michigan. So you're going to have a lot of lake effect um, on that golf course. Some probably some difficult winds. I think even as you get closer to the water, probably the the wind is going to change uh, and probably affect the golf course a little bit different. Um, par seventy two. The course is a total of 7,790 yards. This is a 75.6. This course has a 75.6 course rating. And this was designed by Pete and Alice Dye. Very nice. So it's going to be cool out there, man. It's going to be some good golf. It is. It's going to be great golf. Um, So let's, let's talk about the teams first. So let me give you the Europe team. Um, You got, uh, Harrington, you got Casey, Matt Fitzpatrick, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, Rory McElroy, Victor Hovland, John Rahm, Lee Westwood, uh, Weisberger, Sergio Garcia, Shane Lowry, Lowry, and uh, Ian Poulter. So that's uh, the European team. And from Team USA, Steve Stricker, Phil Mickelson, Fred Couples, Colin Morikawa, DJ, DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, JT, Patrick Cantalay, the champ. That can relate to me. Daniel Berger, Harris English, Tony Finau, Shoffley, Scheffler, and the favorite, Jordan Spieth. So with that team makeup, you'll notice that uh, there's no Tiger out there. 
Um, there's a lot of rookies on this team um, that haven't played in the Ryder Cup. Um, so should be a, a, a decent uh, Ryder Cup. We're getting some young blood uh, mixed into these this competition. Um, what say you you guys about the Ryder Cup? I think it's going to be fresh because of the rookies on the U.S. team. So it's I think when you have a lot of veterans, you kind of expect them they should be winning or doing better. I think the rookies are not going to care, like not care as in the pressure wise. It's going to walk and ball out, just golf. And I think that's going to be OK. I think it's going to be kind of <clears throat> interesting. <laughs> It shows you Father Time is undefeated with no Phil, no Tiger, and and guys of that that ilk. Um, so, I I, th- I think the pressure is going to get to the kids a little bit more. Uh, everybody that talks about playing in the Ryder Cup saying they feel more pressure in that than they do in any major that they played in. So, be kind of curious to see how that ha- that who that uh, favors. So. Should be good. Uh, I hope the golf is good. I hope the weather's a little bit nasty, and I, I hope the golf course plays a little bit harder and just yep. make the best team win. I agree. Um, Suge, you mentioned earlier, like, um, there was an article out there, like, trying to set up the pairings based off of the golf balls yeah. um, and who plays what on Team USA. And so I have a rundown of who's, ball, who's playing what ball. So Colin Marikawa is playing the TaylorMade TP5. Dustin Johnson is playing the TP5X. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, of course, is Bridgestone Tour uh, BX. Uh, Xander Shoffley is uh, Callaway Chrome Soft X uh, LS. Uh, the Titleist Pro V1 is Harris English and Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Titleist Pro V1X, which is a great ball. I love that ball. Brooks Kepka, JT, Patrick Cantlay, and Jordan Spieth, all champs. We have something in common. I like it. Um, and then the title is Pro V1. Uh, left dot is Daniel Berger and Tony Finau. So um, based off of that, they tried to calculate who would be with each other. There's some different crazy pairings and stuff out there. But based off of those balls, those balls that I listed, who are you pairing with? Like, are you a Pro V1X? Like, what what ball are you you going to fall into? The WTF 7s. <laughs> that's, that's what I'll be hitting. Um, I, shit, man. I mean, you know, it, it cracks me up that this is even that this is something that they even are concerned about. I mean, it's it's. I mean, a golf ball is a golf ball. It's the it's the motherfucker who hits the. I mean, it, it, here's what I'm saying. I don't want to say that all golf balls are the same because they're not. I get that. But what I'm saying is, is in, in a tournament like this, when all these guys are professionals, does it really matter if you got to pair them together or not? Does it? MJ, does I, it really matter? I think it does. Yep. I mean, I, I've screwed around with enough golf balls and uh, that it's it's amazing how different they can be. I mean, I, I've I screwed around with Tiger's ball. I don't know how he hits it as far as he does. That thing spins so much. You know, it's guys are high ball hitters guys are low ball hitters guys are trappers guys are cutters guys are high you know high spin low spin you know they need the help and all these golf balls are fit for their type the way they play now, and they're that. all they're all a bit different so it's you get a guy that's a high ball high spin 
player, you don't want to put him with the soft guy that plays a soft golf ball that needs something completely different. True. So you're so saying I, so you're basically saying so like you don't you don't you wouldn't want to put like if someone hitting like the like the Pro V's, right? So you're mm-hmm. saying you wouldn't want to put someone like that with maybe Shoffle who or Xander who hits who hits like more of a, a chrome softball. Well, the chrome soft is actually, I mean, it's not a softball. I think he plays actually the LS, which is their low spin ball. So, I mean, that that is one of the lower spinning balls that's out there. So that ball kind of matches up with what Bryson plays. I mean, the, the Tour X is probably the lowest spinning, hardest golf ball, Tour performance golf ball that's out on the market nowadays. So those those are those characteristics are going to be fairly similar. So they're they're going to see the shot through the window and, and be able to play it a little bit more consistently or hit the shots that they want to hit. So I, it, it does it does make a lot a lot more difference than most people think. Sugar, I, I, and I play with Mikey and DJ, and I'm calling bullshit. I seen Mikey hit a pine cone 320 yards. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> what he talking about. Fuck that. No, sorry. Here, sorry. Okay, okay. B, here is your perfect example. Every Ryder Cup that Tiger Woods has played, that or any team event Tiger has played, what golf ball did that team play? Tiger's ball. Yes, true. But uh, I, I'm with you, I, and I understand the concept because I can't stand Callaway balls. I don't like them; they just feel like a rock to me. But I seen you hit, Mikey. If we if we were together and. I hit a shitty ball. You still going to strike that shitty ball good as fuck. You might be off <laughs> a yard or two, but it's just a yard or two. Yeah, but you're also talking about the top 20 players or top, what guys that are in the top 50 players in this entire world. And, and I'm with you on that. And that means you should be able to hit every ball you want to because and, – and if that's the case, then you already know when they pick the Ryder Cup, why not get together and y'all start hitting balls that are one combined between both of you? mid-spin or mid-flight and just say, okay, we're all using the same ball so we can work it around. So we're, when you were playing football, were you wearing the same cleats as Marshall was wearing when you were running, playing running back or, or what? Cleats, cleats, nah, cleats don't matter. Cleats are just a comfort thing. That's it's different. But you all you all catching the same football. Yeah. And some people sure. like use footballs, like been worn in, some like brand new, some like in between. You do your job. Mm-hmm. True. I, I, I just think it makes a bigger difference than most people think it does. Oh, no, I believe you. But as a mm-hmm. as a novice, nobody. Ah, fuck that. <laughs> you see Scotty. You see Scotty go to oh. the bushes and hit everything. <laughs> oh, I found plenty of balls for Scotty. That's but, what I, but what I'm saying, like what I'm thinking is, is like at, at, at that professional level, mm-hmm. like the, the like, let's say that you give all those guys, let, let's say that you take five guys from the U S and five guys from the European team. Right. And you give each one of them the same five balls. Mm-hmm. How much of a difference do you think some of them, how, how big of a difference would it be from their normal ball? So like, let's say like or mentally say, or mental, is it, Men- is it more of a mental? It, it is going to be mental, but you get any type of weather conditions or any type of things. I mean, those guys are so precise. I mean, they're hitting a pitching wedge one thirty seven. You know, you hit it one thirty eight, you're dead. So, I mean, you catch a you, you catch a slope. You catch, you know, you, you don't fly it to a certain spot. Or these guys are so dialed in and so good that I mean, a half a yard or a yard makes all the difference in the yeah. world. You know, so I mean, yeah, they they can get it in the general area. But that, that's what makes that format so hard. It's, you know, you, 
guys have to be able to adapt. But uh, here's what I'm saying: like for for the for the for the regular ass golfer out there, if you give a dude five different balls, Thinking he's probably about. still going to lose mm-hmm. five of them. Mm-hmm. For sure, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> for sure, one mean. ball, one bogey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <clears throat> So you could give them, like I said, WTFs or Pro VXs or whatever the hell you want, but most people are losing them shits. Yeah, yeah. But you heard B say, "I hate Callaway golf balls." I bet I could find one of the one of the golf balls in their lineup that he actually likes the feel of and likes yeah, to play. I, I play Taylor Made, and <laughs> Mikey used to play Taylor Made, and he switched to Bridgestone because they changed the golf ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I, so I understand the feel of it, but I think when you're a professional, I, it's more mental because you can hit anything you want to and be good at it. You can, but like I said, B, they're so dialed in with with how they flight the golf ball and how far they hit the golf ball and through certain windows and be able to bend the ball a certain amount. And it when that changes, yeah. it's it's very hard. When you're only doing it for I mean, they're only playing alternate shot two rounds. Yeah. The, uh, two rounds a year because you get the same format in President's Cup. So, right. so it means a lot more. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, guys though, are obviously I- They've already talked and said, okay, you're probably playing with him. You're probably playing with him. So each guy's, oh, I play this ball. I'm playing this ball. So the guys are screwing around with the golf ball just to see what it does. And they can adapt that quick. But, I mean, it's still, it's not going to be nearly as precise as they normally are. Yeah, but, and I understand. And I, I, think, I take it like clubs when it comes to the pros. When you go to the store and you get these new P790s, it's not the same ones that the pros use because the pros tune their shit to their swing and perfection. Mm-hmm. The, I think the balls are the same way. Okay, they're playing TP5. <laughs> really? The sports store P- TP5 that they're playing or they're the TP5 that they have it tuned to them, they make it a different way. Uh, for the most part, I mean, if you look at the USGA list, there's that. that's why Tylus is getting all those left dashes and dots and stuff out there because that was actually tour balls that have been in play for the last two or three years that the tour guys were using that was different from the, what they were selling to the general public. Yeah. But you still had guys that were playing the, the total public ball or TP5, TP5X. There might be another two versions that the, that's on the USGA conforming list that, the guys, that maybe some guys are playing out there. But for the most part, I mean, that is the golf ball they're playing. That's why Callaway just released that LS golf ball because that was a tour ball that was only available on tour. And they saw Tylus going, oh, hey, we're getting so many sales from left dash Pro V or right dot or whatever the hell they're calling them. And, you know, <laughs> let's, let's just throw the tour monitor out there and get some more sales. So Right. Well, either way, the matchups are going to be great. We'll find out tomorrow morning who the pairings are going to be. Um, everyone has been kind of tight-lipped on who's who's being paired and how that's going to work out, and and we'll see what and you know the captains are are going to put their picks out there on what they feel uh, will work out for them. So uh, let's roll into our pick. So we're all in USA. We all love golf. Um, I'm Team USA, but if you're a golfer and you're in the U.S. Is it okay for you to go roll with Team Europe? Yes. Why okay. not? I'm just saying some some people will give you slack and be like, oh, we're all U.S. here, you know. Unless you Native American indigenous, you wasn't born. You not originally from the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fresh off boat. <laughs> <laughs> and there ain't no Africans in there or Jamaicans. I'm mad. Bob's led team West Side. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> this is let us free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's okay if you. I mean, I think some of the I, some of the European players I like to watch play, so I don't think there's anything wrong for rooting for players that you that you're interested in. But I mean, I think when it comes down to it, I definitely want to see the U.S. I'm pulling for the U.S. Um, but you know, they got to go out there and and I, again not take this shit so serious. I think this is a this is an honor thing. This is something that. You should go out here and try to just play your best golf and let everything else fall where it fall where it does, man. I agree. So I'm going Team USA, Sugar Team USA, Booger. I'm Team USA, but I'm still going to root for Roy because I I like his game. I like him. Okay. <laughs> so, I like, I like Lee, Westwood. Lee Westwood up to no good. <laughs> Mikey, who you got? Uh, I, I hope U.S. wins. I think Europe's going to win, and whoever wins, I hope Kepka goes over because that would just make my world. Um, I, I'm also kind of rooting for Europe just because whenever the USA loses in this event, it is pure chaos, and it's such a shit show just watching them point fingers at everybody else and throwing the captain under the bus. and change. That's true. That's just the pure chaos factor. I hope the USA loses, unfortunately, and I'm about as patriotic as it gets, but just pure chaos factor. I like watching that too. So. Bryson going to be blaming his clubs. <laughs> this driver's shit. Yeah. yeah. This Puma hat. This Puma hat is shit. <laughs> well, him, him and Brooks, uh, Brooks and and uh, Bryson have have put together put put their differences behind him for for the team. Is Liar. It? Yeah, that's what what probably humped. <laughs> Yikes! Come on, this guy. <laughs> Jeez. Whoa. Put so, him in the same room. Let lock the door. yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but uh should be good on the Ryder cup uh looking forward to it uh it's gonna be it's i believe it's nbc covered it should be on that peacock uh i believe they have a Ryder cup app out there that you can probably tune into and watch that which is free Uh, i think it's on the golf channel all day friday yeah so literally all day long friday good so we can watch as much of this golf as you want. Um, slack off at work, enjoy yourselves, um, and 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 cheer on Team USA. So we're about to get into our front nine, um, but our front nine is brought to you by Golf Gents. Sugar always looks fly on the course, and it's because he's rocking the dopest golf gear for the weekend golfer. He will have a Golf Gents hat on or some kind of towel hanging off his bag um they have an awesome masters line and some of the dopest golf lids out there head over to www.golfgents.com for your casual weekend golf gear shout out golf gents that's right so front nine top nine sports movies of all time your favorite when you sit down and you watch a sports movie what is your top nine sports movie? And there's a lot out there. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get some hate from people that say, well, you left this one off. It's it's our list. You make your own list. Um, we made this list with your mama. And so just, just relax. So uh, let's get into our top nine sports movies. So uh, MJ, give us a rundown of your top nine sports movies. Oh, this was... Like we were talking earlier, this is impossible to just to name nine. Uh, I mean, I have obviously you have to have Caddyshack in there, just being a golfer. Um, Bad News Bears. I mean, 
one of the greatest movies ever, I think. Uh, Bull Durham, uh, the original Longest Yard. Uh, I can't, I always seem to watch that whenever it comes on. Uh, A League of Their Own was in there. Uh, Denzel and Remember the Titans. I mean, it doesn't, for a sports feel good, doesn't get much better than that. Uh, Field of Dreams. I mean, it just, how could you not get a little misty at the end? I mean, I, playing catch with my pop was always awesome. Uh, and then my, I think, probably, I think the greatest sports movie, and I'm probably going to catch hell for this, being a hockey guy, Miracle. I mean, it's probably arguably the greatest upset in sports history. And just mm-hmm. to see see that a little bit more up close, obviously, being actors, but just telling the, the story, that story, it was was Kurt pretty Russell, awesome. Man. was pretty awesome. Kurt Russell was in that, huh? Yep, absolutely. And then uh, rounding it out, I got The Natural. I mean, okay. Come on now. Yep. Uh, and then Slapshot. I know that's more than nine, but sorry. That's cool. Slapshot's dope. Slapshot's good. <laughs> Some good. I want you to kill people. <laughs> Booger, what do you got? I, I, I had a whole bunch. It was hard to. So I'm just. I have no. No order. But Coach Carter was a great movie. I love that movie. Um, we Are Marshall. Love that movie. Um, any Given Sunday. I can watch that anytime. Mm-hmm. You know, Willie Beeman be going at it. You know? <laughs> um, uh, Mighty Ducks. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, the Mighty Ducks. I, I love that movie. It was good. Invincible. Was it one, two, or three? But one. I'm going one. I'm going to one. Oh, man. You know you watched all of them. Yeah. I did, but that's... <laughs> when they play Iceland, come on! I mean, that's so good. <laughs> um, silly sports movie I love, The Replacements. Yeah. It was comedy. I mean, I like that one. Um, White men can't jump. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on now, Billy. Billy Ho. Major League classic. Yeah, yep. couldn't be mad at that either. Um, Slapshot was good. I like that one too. Um, Where you think you're going? About ninety feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hoosiers was a great mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, and Happy Gilmore. That's, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's what I put it at. So yeah. Somebody learned how to putt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right on, man. I mean you. Boog, you named a couple of mine. I had White Man Can't Jump in Major League, Caddyshack, Above the Rim. Ah, uh, love yeah. that movie. Space Jam. It's a classic. I love Bugs Bunny and Jordan, the the original one. Yes. Okay. Yes. The new one wasn't too bad though. I can't hate on on the king himself. He he did did all right. Um, Karate Kid. <sighs> oh, amen. <laughs> Daniel son catch on right side of the sweep the leg yeah <laughs> on the right side of the road <laughs> walk in the middle <laughs> Ali uh, uh, okay Rocky four like all the Rockies were good but Rocky four was something else it, it hit that the one where he's in Russia yeah, yeah. man okay yeah. Apollo died shit. man Apollo died man. Apollo Creed got smoked. It was like it was like uh it, it was like uh shit. Um when James died, 
Good times. And good times. <laughs> Jay! Like Apollo. No, man. He got game. Jesus huh? Shuttlesworth. Great mm-hmm. basketball. And blue chips. Uh, oh, blue chips. chips. Sorry, ass Shaq Acton. <laughs> hey, man. He did better in blue chips than he did in the, the Shaq Genie movie. or Genie movie, whatever that shit was. Who <laughs> was my father? What was that college football movie? Uh, program the program yeah, the program yeah, there you go yeah, that was the shit dope. guys program. pumping piss into his own yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> program was on the program's on my list yeah run like, through your of, list Shook. y'all y'all had a lot of them i had on there too major league was always comedy to me man that was just yeah the funny ass movie uh any given sunday you know that was, that was a dope movie you know y'all said white man can jump uh the rockies Caddyshack, uh, Bad News Bears. I agree with you, Mikey. That movie is, is hilarious. The Longest Yard, uh, the program. the original, yes, the the original one, not not the one with Nelly and shit in it. Because yeah. Lord knows nobody can make an original <laughs> movie nowadays. Any, any, yeah, Nelly. Let's you know, I'm not to go try that Burger King meal that you got. Oh, Wasn't Chris Rock be, in the remake be, too? Might be. Yeah. Yep. Might be better than the than the movie y'all made. Yikes. <laughs> But the the program, hey, y'all remember uh, a necessary roughness? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do. Yeah, the Water Boy. The Water Boy yeah. was dope too. But I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna stick to those because you know, they, I mean, there's a ton more. There's, I mean, um, we left some out like yeah. Kickboxer, Bloodsport, uh, yeah. Little yeah. Giants, you, Little Giants. You, <laughs> you bleed like my lean. Yikes. <laughs> I'll tell you guys though, if you for a golf movie, an obscure golf movie that's fantastic. I don't think I mentioned Tin Cup. Did I even mention Tin Cup? Nope. But Tin <laughs> Cup is good. But, no, yeah. but Dead Solid Perfect with Randy Quaid is hmm. one of the best golf movies ever. And it was like I've never HBO, seen that. It was like mm-hmm. HBO movie from the mid eighties that was just okay. awesome. Huh. Um so. Love and Basketball. Hook, uh, it's a classic, it's a classic out there, you know. Um and then this one is is an 80s movie, and I don't know if they – I mean, it's a sport. It's over the top with uh, Sylvester Stallone, the oh, arm wrestling yeah, yeah, yeah. with his kid, um, man, and he was driving the diesel. Jerry Maguire. Yes. Uh, yeah. I love Jerry Show Maguire. me the money. <laughs> what about Youngblood? Did you guys see Youngblood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was terrible. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Varsity Blues wasn't bad either. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we're going to get – oh, actually, I actually have two, Ward, that we have to mention, or I know I'll get some hate. But Rad, definitely for bicycles, Rad is is great. Uh, BMX biking, and then Thrasher. The skateboard oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Gleam in the Cube. Oh, Gleam in the Cube was the shit, too. Whoa. Hey. Oh, the, shit. Hey, well, the, y'all, didn't, y'all can't forget the North Shore, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Damn. Okay. Well, hey, we probably left off some of uh, the top sports movies, but these are our favorites. So these are on our list. If you don't like them, fuck off. Okay. Um, and so we appreciate our guests participating in that. Um, let's get into our favorite segment right now, which is. What are we hating on this week? 
Um, it's been a while since we've had some hate because we've been on vacation, but the Negroes are back and we're bringing the heat for the hate. So Booga, what are you hating on this week? Mine's a toss up because it's, it's hate, but it's appreciated hate. Cause you know, I've been single for a while, but I got a new lady in my life and she's amazing. She's a, She's a Latino booger sugars. It's <laughs> those <So laughs> problems in the household. Oh. But bruh, I, you 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 five two five three maybe five five. I'm giving you some. I got a California king size bed. Why the fuck are you taking up the whole fucking bed? And I'm six three. Oh, and you taking my sheets? I sleep with my hand on the wall so I don't fall off the motherfucking bed because you keep getting closer and don't give me no motherfucking room. And, and I know you sexy. You my girl, my shining star moonlight. But share the bed. It's my bed. It's my bed. Give my brother some love. I'm, share your bed. And it ain't even like you like scooping all the way. The fuck you sleeping at an angle for? You, you, you. Yeah, fuck, fuck your couch. Stop. Just lay straight and get in the middle. Oh, my bad. Okay. I, my bad. <laughs> All right. Sleep straight and not crooked. Hey, uh, um, you should, uh, you know, maybe cut a couple farts. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you, you, you went there. You tripping? Just saying. You know, and you know what's bad that about you? That helps set a wall. You, you know what's bad? She, she got in the car the other day. She got in the car the other day and she was like, we was riding. I'm like, hey, Ma, how you doing? She's like, I'm good, ladies, man, booger sugar with the nipples out. I'm like, whoa, why are you listening to old podcasts? Oh, <laughs> She tried Not to put me in her phone as that. nipples out. Oh, <laughs> shit, I like she, that. I mean, she, yeah, I mean, that's it. You're, the, you know, legend, the, legend, the legend preceded you, you, you know, the legend lives on. Could have come home and she's gonna be boiling rabbits in your kitchen, bro. (laughs) Easy, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Mikey, you got any hate? Uh, I do. Um, now that I've been working a lot and I got a nice hike up to work, I had this whole diatribe about people with baby on board stickers on their fucking cars (laughs) that drive me fucking nuts. (laughs) I really want to follow some of these people home and go, Why do you care how I drive? Look at you smoking in a palm mall with the windows up and your kid in the back doing 90 weaving in and out of traffic. I, I just, I could care less if you have a kid in the car. Just don't mm-hmm. be an asshole. Yeah. But that kind of switched, even though I just got that out. So I feel better to, it's a little bit heavier. And I know this is kind of more of a fun subject, but it just kind of saw a clip today of that brawl in the IHOP. Did you guys see that by chance? No. I guess there was a there was a big old fight between people in in an IHOP, and I'm looking at that going, what have we come to as a society that you see people not respecting anybody anymore? Their people's first reaction when they start seeing a fight or some people be acting like an idiot is to get your cell phone out, take video of it, throw it up on the internet, yeah. instead of trying to break it up and and, and make peace. I, I just. I, I don't get it, man. I, I, I don't I don't understand what we have become. And it just it it sucks and it pisses me off and I and I'm I'm hating it. And I know it's a little heavy and 
I don't want to bring anybody down, but just seeing that, seeing all these clips of the people on the airplanes and all these other, I mean, it's like, come on, people respect everybody. I mean, it's, you don't have to like anybody, but respect other people's places and spaces and just don't be an asshole. And if you see some stupid shit starting up, you know, get in the middle of it, stop it, make, try to get the people to make peace, try to get them to get away. Don't take a fucking video of it and throw it on TikTok. I mean, give me a break. I'm just, I'm just, I'm over it. I like my bubble. I don't want to see any of that shit anymore. True. Speaking of cell phones, how you said that, that's my hate. I hate cell phone service. Verizon has got me fucking on heat because Google Fi, Google Fi. I have driven in my area of Colorado and I have no coverage at times. And when you call these motherfuckers, they say, well, we said we didn't guarantee that you're going to have coverage at your house. And so I'm like, okay. So I just asked him when I was in the store. I said, hey, can we get the guy back that says, can you hear me now? Can we get this motherfucker back? Because when, <laughs> when he was working for y'all, hey, my shit was on straight, man. I ain't even going to lie. My shit was on straight. So he was finding the little creases in the corners and shit like that. So either Verizon's got to do something or... Maybe all their mamas that work there, they can put an antenna in the backpack and just follow me around, and then I can make my calls without any problems. So yeah, you should you should have told them that you know maybe maybe you guys can see me not you know since the coverage ain't right, then my payment ain't gonna be right. <laughs> oh, I like mm-hmm. that too. You gotta right. switch to Google Fi. I'm telling you, bro. I thought Google that was some Fi. kind of new like new fraternity or some shit. Nah, Google has Google they, Google Fi. They, they steal everybody else's towers, bro. And it's like you pay eighty bucks, hey. unlimited text messaging, law, everything. Only eighty bucks. That's it. That and to add a new line is thirty bucks. That sounds like some real niggerish shit right there. I bro, like it. It's sounds- Google, man. You can't get wrong with Google. Okay, but you just said they were stealing Wi-Fi and because you know people towers. use other people's towers all the time. That's true. I guess so, man. People okay. use other people, and and you know what your problem is because all y'all probably got iPhones. Y'all connected to the devil. Apple's oh, the devil. Yeah, because Samsung is just so outstanding. Yeah, no, that's so just great. the devil's helper. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lamont. The devil's Lamont. That's Lamont. <laughs> Sugar, what what hate do you got going? So you know, man, I, I'm. Uh, it's been a while since I'm. I'm hated on some some things, but done a little bit of traveling in the last couple of weeks, and I just want to talk about the staff at the airport you know across multiple airports so first i'm gonna start with the dia here in denver um the whole food situation in that airport could fuck off oh what's wrong with the food just 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 the service and people in there you know they act like you know you're bothering them you know motherfucker you're on your work's time when you're on the clock at work you're there to fucking work you're not you're not there for my entertainment you should be there for your fucking bank accounts entertainment so i'm just going to tell anybody that has a fucking job at the goddamn dia airport get your shit together Mm. start treating people with fucking respect because you almost got shit thrown back at you (laughs) i'm sure somebody would have filmed it too and put it uh, on that's cool you can film me doing that shit and i would (laughs) have missed my flight and it would have been worth it but the next time i see someone doing some foul shit at an airport, I'm going to call them out. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to say that for one, the food service at the airports, get your shit together. Second, 
um, Southwest Airlines, get some better fucking counter people. <laughs> All right. So look, people in the fucking airport, some people have never been to the airport. That's their first time. Or maybe they're not familiar with traveling on a regular basis. I can't tell you how many times I had to tell somebody how to do something for that because it was their first time. Right. And it's not a fact of me having to tell somebody this, but the people at the airport should be more fucking friendly to people that that have never done something before. Act like you motherfuckers should act like they have never seen you before. Right. And just if you see someone who's puzzled, try to help that person out. Your job is to be at the fucking airport. You're behind the counter. These people are coming to you asking questions and you act like it's a fucking problem to help them. Then get the fuck out the way and let somebody else do the job that they should be doing. Wait, y'all have like counter people at your airport? Yeah, man. Because you (laughs) got to you got to like basically show them your so like when you're checking your bags and stuff. That's what we have here. So everything else is to self check in. Yeah, it's self check in, right? But then you still got to go check your bags in. Yeah, okay, that's so what I'm. Motherfucker sure. behind the counter, don't act like you're there just to, you take know, like just take a bag and shit. <laughs> I got There's you. People that have fucking questions. Yes, I got. You. Don't act like it's it's a, it's you're you're being bothered by trying to help fucking people. And then the last thing is is that the baggage claim, man, I almost had to jump on somebody because they wouldn't move out of the fucking way. <laughs> so this dude is sitting there just just staring at the fucking screen staring at the screen and he's wa- he's in the way of people like getting like moving forward there's a, a congregation of people that are that are walking towards this motherfucker thinking they're gonna get their bag the first no matter what it's yeah, the first yeah, yeah. Off. so yeah. I, i'm looking at this dude and so he wouldn't move so then i get right behind him and i said move <laughs> angry Whoa. black man and oh, that boy. motherfucker moved though <laughs> he sure did move. I hate the motherfucker to stand by the kiosk thing. Like my bag's the first one off, so, and I can't move, so I see it. Ugh. If you're if you're in an airport, <laughs> you can probably understand the, the language that's there. And I know this dude looked like he was from another country, but when I got behind his punk ass and said "move," he understood that shit. <laughs> so that's what I'm hating on: travel, airports, motherfuckers, get your shit together. Yep. Period. Or get these nuts. Yeah. Uh, wait, can I can I go back to Mikey real quick with the baby on board shit? Yeah. <laughs> like my daughter told me, fuck them kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck them Not kids. my problem. Exactly. <laughs> None of this it takes a village bullshit. Right. Your kids right. <laughs> your fucking job. You had them. <laughs> and right. And iced tea, take that titty out your kid's mouth. Oh, jeez. Fucking hey. walking around. What's wrong with titty? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> hey, that does it for our. Oh wow! Oh shit! Um, before we get to our golf gig and song of the week, sugar, it's fall and we're gonna be pushing carts. On the course, and we like to push in style. Well, Moto Caddy got us right with the M5 GPS DHC electric caddy with downhill control, electric parking brake, nine speed settings, GPS onboard charging, and many other features. Moto Caddy is the number one car company in the world. They can get your ass right today. Mm-hmm. Head over to motocaddy.us and check out 
all the dope push carts they have to offer, bags they have to offer, they'll get you right. And we have something special for you as well. For the next 10 days, use discount code DBA15 at checkout for 15% off site-wide. Again, that is DBA15 at checkout for that 15% discount. Can't beat that. Moto Caddy is leading and they have great products. So get out there and use DBA 15 and get some Moto Caddy gear. Get it in your life. Your mama likes it. It's mm-hmm. better. It's better when you push. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shook, go ahead and get us into the golf gigging song of the week. Man. So, you know, sometimes, you know, when when cats are away for a while, you know, they they're they're out there trying to see what's in there, you know, see what's in their environment, kind of see what's out there. Um, but they always still have something for the culture, man. That's what I love about hip hop. And um, AZ long time ago brought us do or die. It was an album that was 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 considered a classic um, on the East Coast. But uh, he's back. And he brought back with him the old school sound. Yes. And today we bring in to you, uh, we bring in a cut from, we bring in a cut to you from this new album, Do or Die 2. Um, and the old Negro getting young on this cut. It's called Just For You by AZ. Let's get into it. Uh, you hear the harps, blunts getting broken apart Popping bottles on a boat in the bar So woke from the start, too smart to joke with the knocks Went from a crab babble to an ocean of sharks Shoulders is arts, fluorescent flow with glow in the dark It's the essence though, I'm a pro Used to posting them parts, supposed to be sharp The error, get loose when it's goose weather No excuse, I'm the truth bearer Move better, in silence Less carbs, keep the guard balanced A million laws can't involve balance A million bars, this is star talent The Bronx challenge, but my catalogs As hard as Hamlet's street version Been about it, I'm a beast at curbing Deep sermons, any drama, karma, keep a curving. Vika bourbon, lighting bombs, got the beef for burning. Still a dawn for you haters, I'm just reconfirming. Be emerging, impulsive, high voltage, live vocalists. Survive the atrocious, size of psychosis. High voltage, for them boasters and movie loafers. Gold chokers, heckler holders, low with no holsters. Got focus, got embraced by all the coaches. You fear ghosts, seeing my face will be the closest. More mimosas, mountain views, no fountain blues. This is housing dudes, only few can lounge in my shoes. So who's doing? You official, this is you. And we brought that golf gigging song of the week just for you mm-hmm. by AZ. That shit was jamming. Took me back to to the old AZ, you know. It did. So I love that. I have to admit, he was putting it down on that one. It shocked me when I watched the video too. Yeah. And the dude is like, I mean, those, I mean, these, these, some of these dudes is pushing in their fifties, man. So it's good to see him bring their own style back. You know what I mean? Because like you can see that some of the hip hop is just is gotten off track, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> there's room for everybody, right? But why? Why do we have to retire 
Like we don't. all the other genres of music, like Guns and Roses, and everybody's still out touring on their shit. And all of a sudden, hip hoppers have to retire. Like if they get too old, they can't be out making music. Snoop's still out here doing his shit. I would love to get Andre Three Thousand out here. Actually, he's actually started making music and stuff again too. You're never right, too old right, if you right. love what. What's right. wrong? I'm okay with the Snoop shit. Okay, but you, you got to cut the receding hairline dreads off, bro. Oh Jesus, that's some bullshit. <laughs> hey man, Yo, hey, he dreads look like a shag, bro. He got a shag dreads. Hey man, he got sh- dreads. <laughs> sh- dreads. <laughs> hey, got man. a shag. Hey, <laughs> yes, guys, let Snoop live, man. He's got his dreads hey. hanging out there. They're down to his butt, though. That's because they started the back of his neck. That's what they might have started from his ass, though. Exactly. They, just grow, they just growing up. He ain't got like no Jack hair the bean, like, oh. like Jack and the Beanstalk. How do you give him a shape up, bro? You started the back of his ears? Hey, man. Some, you just come with the corner down like that. and then Hey, we ain't got to worry about the shit. That's, no, we that's don't. All. Hey, but, Booga. You could grow your dread back here. I know you got a little bit here. Like, remember your 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 brother had his little dread in the back for a minute. Why are you bringing my brother up? Oh, I'm right? sorry. I was just saying he did have that dread in the back though, too. Let was... that man serve his time in peace. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's that time of the show for uh, final shout outs. Um, so everybody give their shout outs, and then we're gonna get out of here. So MJ, shout outs. Uh, first and foremost, I got to shout out my wife, obviously, uh, my best friend, you guys for having me back on and the listeners for putting up with my bullshit. Uh, I appreciate all you guys, uh, our boy DJ that was on the show with us a couple weeks or a couple months ago, uh, just got back into action playing and playing a little stick in a, in a tournament played pretty darn good shot five under for a couple rounds. So shout out to Deej like nice to see him getting back out there. So that's all I got. Booga. Uh, of course, I give a shout out to the fam, cousin, sugar, you know, love y'all. My girl, Maria, bad hogging ass, but you know, I got you all day um, and the life. And I appreciate it and everything that's happening. You know, life is good. Uh, sh- oh, oh. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Shout out to my cousin, Stacy. Happy birthday, girl. Holla. All right. Love it. Uh, sugar. Yeah, always shout out to the listeners. We appreciate y'all for putting up with our bullshit. Uh, I know we say a lot of crazy things on here. I know I say a lot of crazy things on here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> love y'all for rocking with us, man, for sure. Um, we're going to bring that Red Cup boys to you very soon, so look out for that. Uh, shout out to the fellas. Uh, shout out to to my family, man. Um, you know, did some soul searching over the last couple of weeks. Found some things out about myself and appreciate everyone that was on the journey with me my wife my sister-in-law um and then all my family who who reached out and all my friends who reached out so appreciate y'all holding me down um and hey man life is life we move through but we always move through together so i appreciate everybody yeah shout out to my fam bam happy birthday to my scroops for sure bushwood is up to no good always and shout out to the red cup boys that's getting ready to come out the red cup boys you know what I'm saying? So we're going to drop that and it's going to be be the shit. Um, and uh, we're we're sorry for the delay, but we had some family stuff we had to deal with. And and that's what happens. And um, <clears throat> if you don't like that, then 
I don't know what to tell you. Get these nuts, I guess. And uh, yeah. So uh, to the guests, MJ Booger, we we love that you come on. You guys are staples. Always welcome. We thank you. We we ask you guys, and you guys always come on. So we appreciate it. Um, and then the listeners, thanks for fucking with us and making season one fun. And season two, look out for all the fun and the shenanigans that we're gonna bring with golf and have fun and um, just looking forward to that. So. Sugar, roll us out of here. Shout out to Ice-T and Captain Crunch. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Problems. Shots fired. It's because everyone's on me about this shit, so I just, I'm (laughs) going to keep it rolling. All right, well. He wants to shout out to us. Hit me on Twitter. Oh. Motherfucker. Yeah, okay. Woo. Do you, boo-boo, do you. Yeah. Right. But no, man. Make sure you take care of yourself make sure you make sure you check on your folks make sure you take care of each other again jokes is jokes we're always having fun but um you know again make sure you take care of each other and handle your business man yes indeed and like that we are out of here don't be alarmed we're negroes El Negro.